0: CIOs have traditionally overseen the design, development, and management of IT systems for the internal use of the CIO's company. But as businesses become more technology-led, the CIO is being brought into the development of solutions that can be sold and marketed by other companies. In a survey of CIOs by IDG, 58% say they proactively identify business needs and opportunities, up from 28% the year before. These are CIOs. Now, 53% of the same CIOs said participate in the IDG survey are saying that they are spending more time collaborating with lines of business in operations and product development this year. In this podcast for Future CIO, we are joined by Julio Bermudez, Vice President for Asia Pacific for Amplitude, to talk about this increasingly important role of the CIO, that of developing products for the company. Julio, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: How has the pandemic induced environment that we are in increased the adoption of digital products? And how has this impacted that the priorities of the
1: CIO? Yeah, it's definitely been quite the acceleration. And if you take a step back and you just take a look at Asia specifically, 65% of the GDP will be completely digital, um, which is just a massive transformation, which you know had begun many years ago, but really accelerated um, as we've been looking at the past you know couple of years. Um, and if you actually look at even just from 2020, 54% of products have grown their usage by 54%. So this is a huge amount of change in the past couple of years. And really, I think represents a digitization of the Asian economy. In terms of
0: this new role of the CIO as being part of the digital transformation and even product development of company, what are CIOs getting wrong in terms of their digital strategies?
1: Yeah, I think it's a great question because a lot of times we see the winners, right? But we don't necessarily see the people that fall behind. There's a clear difference between the two in terms of their strategies and the way that they're able to affect their business from the CIO position. And the number one difference is the ability to understand how people are behaving within their digital products. And so if you think about the companies that are getting it wrong, what they're doing is they're investing a ton. They're throwing a lot of money at it. They've got a lot of infrastructure projects, but at the end of the day, they're not really clear on how those projects and those infrastructure improvements are actually affecting the bottom line. And we see this in a couple of different lines of business, you know, as the CIO is partnering closer with marketing, it really is understanding, you know, how that user acquisition spend is performing, not only on marketing metrics, but actually the bottom line and being really a, a central part of that conversation as the CIO's office, all the way to, you know, the actual development of the products itself, like how are engineering time being used, where are people actually spending their efforts, their money and their attention and how is that actually impacting the bottom line and this may be the launch of new products this may be the entrance into new markets or even the effect of competitors and so when I think about the CIOs that are getting it wrong they're saying yes to things they're saying no to things but they're not understanding the why.
0: So what then should CIOs in terms of their focus do to ensure that their digital strategies truly drive this business value that is expected of them?
1: Yeah. So I think for a long time, especially as things were just becoming digitized, you know, there was a heavy emphasis on data collection. And then there was a, a heavy emphasis on having a small group of people that knew how to use it. And now what we need to see is all that decision making push the, to the peripheries, push back to the lines of business, and really looking at the role almost reversed. Instead of it being somebody who is in control of all the data, it really becomes somebody who is serving up data to allow users to generate their own insights and that is actually sometimes tough because a lot of people have been you know making their names and their careers and have really organized their departments around being the stewards of insights and data. and now I think that that role is shifted to you know again being sort of a, a servant and allowing people that are at the business level to start driving their own insights. It's definitely something that is quite different if we look at you know where we are today.
0: Can you cite some examples of how companies are doing so with their CFOs contributing elements in an organization's product development or digital transformation?
1: There's been some clear winners and some losers. When we look at the difference between the two and, and the roles that we see, again, this goes down to understanding how your products are being used. And so a lot of times what people are relying on is the HIPPO, the highest paid person's opinion. What we see is that organizations that claim to be you know, data-driven and product development at some point are actually not that data-driven from product development. And it really does come down to the highest paid person's opinion, though the hippo. And so where we see it, again, start to go the right way is where organizations are really looking at that user behavior as the guiding light of where to spend their digital efforts. How can product data
0: help CIOs continue to stay relevant?
1: First thing is you almost have to, like I'm kind of describing, release some control, which is always a little scary. But if you think about it, there are ways to still shape the organization from a digital strategy without needing to control every single piece of data. And that can come from the types of investments you make in terms of tooling. That can just be cultural. The way I described allowing people that are closest to the businesses to have a louder voice and allow really a democratization of data, I think is you know a really key thing. When you look at product behavior, you look at user behavior, that really is the gold mine. That really is still today the untapped resource. In fact, if you look at the amount of money that's being put into digital products, it's over a trillion dollars. And so it really is a trillion dollar black hole where we understand what we're building. We understand how we get people to those products, but what's happening inside of them still becomes very hard for people to see. When I think about what they can do is really enable their teams and really help create that culture around that enablement to allow people to really focus in on how users are behaving within their products in order to drive marketing decisions, product development decisions, really business decisions. Now, let me ask you this. In all of this discussion that we've had so far, what is Amplitude's value proposition? From amplitude standpoint, what we're trying to help shift people's mindset to is to start looking at how people are utilizing your products as the number one way to develop your products. So moving away from things like demographic information or what has happened in the past information, and start utilizing user behavior data to understand the why behind things. And today, if you want to understand the why, it's very time consuming. You either have to go and build gigantic data science teams, or it's even more time consuming because because what you're doing is you're calling up individual customers and you're doing user research. And you may run into a customer that happens to be very opinionated or not opinionated, and that can really color what you're doing. And it gives you a very low sample size in terms of what the overall customer experience is. And so really, if we think about the digital era, it's given us a, an opportunity to actually be able to use data that comes from how people are using products that people just didn't have access to in the past. You know, Before, when someone sold the car, that was the last time they knew about it. They may be calling and say, hey, how's the experience? But they're not getting real-time feedback, the way today now cars are connected, you know, everything's connected. You can actually get real-time feedback on how people are utilizing your products and you can use that to improve it. So Amplitude really is um, at the forefront of that. We've been driving this change for many years now, and we've been very successful at doing that worldwide. And I'm just very excited to continue to drive our efforts into Asia and and help our Asian markets really take advantage of that. Because, you know, if you look at it, there's almost uh, a third of the world's population here. We have the ability of making a huge impact on the lives of everybody because ever since the pandemic, you now are experiencing a digital product every single day. It's a huge thing, um, and hopefully uh, Amplitude will continue to lead the way there.
0: We spoke about the use of data, and historically the CIO has been the custodian of the data, right? What is your advice for the CIO and the leadership, not just the CIO, but the, everybody else within the C-suite, as they come to grip with the idea that data is important, that we have to empower the users, our, our people, to mm-hmm. use this data to perform their jobs
1: better? Yeah, I think there's always three components that you have to keep in mind, right? The people, the culture, and the systems. And if you think about the nature of being a custodian, it really has a lot to do with the systems and somewhat has to do with the people. But really, it's that cultural part that I think is really important to start shifting the mindset of. And it's very important to really think about how to get data into everybody's hands and allow them to be able to draw insights themselves and not just rely on centralized reporting or centralized data sources the more that we can lean into those business partners and listen to them. So for example, if you are a CIO and you have spent a lot of time on data collection and you've got a pretty robust system and you understand your users' spending habits and all these different key pieces of information, but you haven't really checked to see what the product team is using or what the marketing team is using. Most likely those marketing teams, when they're sitting in their, their meetings or those product teams in their meetings, they're probably using different data than what you're looking at every day. And so you almost have to like allow yourself to go in there and really lean in and be like, oh, you know, hey, when you guys decided to do this, what, what did you actually look at? You know, there's probably a high degree of, of likelihood that they didn't look at something that you built yourself. And the reason why is because it probably took time to get to you. You got to go through uh, a queue. You got to get an analyst time and, and all these things. And there's many competing priorities that are happening. And so a lot of times what that ends up uh, meaning is that people are actually going off and either you know trying to figure out their own way to find those answers and or just using the gut. Or, of course, like I described earlier, the hip I really do think that by going and understanding those different requirements, and I don't mean like requirements as in like, I need to be able to report on this field. Like, that's not what I mean. What I mean is like, what are the types of questions you're wanting to ask? What are the types of insights you're hoping to get? What are the main business problems you're solving? Because if I understand your business problem, then I can help be a part of the solution. But if I'm not actually listening to the business problem and I'm simply just providing, you know, an infrastructure for just data gathering, then I'm probably not as effective as we may think we are because of the fact that people are ultimately not consuming the things that we're generating.
0: Julio, thank you for joining me on Podchats for Future CIO.
1: Awesome. Thank you for having me.
0: That was Julio Bermudez, Vice President of Amplitude in Asia-Pacific, on the topic of the increasingly important role of the CIO as a strategic advisor to business. You are listening in the Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.